You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack. We're on the go. Somehow we always seem to get ourselves into really big projects at a really bad time. That's when we do our best, though. <laughs> this, this is true, actually. If we're, yeah, under a timeline or something like that, we tend to do pretty get good. Get it done. Get yeah, it we done. get it Knock done. it out. Because we have to. Yeah. I mean, I'm still amazed that we got ourselves into it five months after you had the baby. Uh, well, we've done a couple of big projects. Actually, while I'm pregnant is when we typically do it. But yeah, this last one we did was um, our kitchen. A full kitchen remodel. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. Um, and of course, you know, we wanted to save money. So we did a lot of work ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the one of the largest tasks was painting the cabinets. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had one minor breakdown. <laughs> I, I call it minor, but I, I think, it, yeah, it was a pretty big deal at one point. Because so you have to take all the cabinets off, all the doors off mm-hmm. of them. And it exposes everything that's there. <laughs> and it's like... Oh my goodness, this is a mess. I mean, you know your cabinets are kind of a mess when you have kids especially, but when every single door is off of them, you really find out it's it's awful. <laughs> and it causes some, some anxiety because I don't like that kind of chaos. That's why cabinets have doors. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was bad. It was bad. So we decided when uh, Cody was five months old, we just decided, let's go ahead and redo the kitchen. We're sick and tired of looking at it. It's so dark and dreadful and depressing. How hard can it be, right? That's no, I knew it was going to be hard. <laughs> that was probably something you said. Yeah. and so, But we did it. We said, all right. And well, and once you start doing it, you can't stop. You're, you're committed. Yeah. You got to keep going. I've talked to a couple people about it. And of course, they want to do their kitchen too. So they were like, oh, how'd you do it? How was it? And I'm like, I would never, ever do it again, ever. But it's awesome. You know, I wouldn't trade it, but man, I would never do it again and I will not help anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a job and a half. Um, just taking the doors off is, it was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. but we did get a, a paint spray gun and we were going, that was going to be the best way to actually paint the cabinets, but you have to paint the doors outside because it was a mess painting inside with the mm-hmm. spray gun. So we got a couple tables, lined them up all outside and got all the cabinet doors outside to put on there and, and spray them down. But I may have underestimated just how much time it was going to take to paint them, let them dry. Yeah. We actually, we do have quite a few cabinets. The uh, lady who lived here prior to us, had her kitchen redone at the time. It was pretty, you know, in the 80s. cool looking, <laughs> I guess, back in the 80s. Yeah, but she had a lot of cabinets, which was awesome. But then there was this project, and that was not awesome to have that many doors and that many drawers. It was so it was a doozy. It ran into nighttime. It and did. I don't know if anybody's ever tried painting in the dark, but... It is very, very challenging. And I literally, I had one of those headlamps that you put on like your head and it's got the LED Mm -hmm. lights. Oh, I remember. And I'm trying to paint with a spray gun at night with a headlamp. Absolutely horrible idea. I don't recommend it for anybody. You can't see the shading and everything. It's just horrible. Um, But there's something that is attracted to a flashlight. 
<laughs> yes, mosquitoes. It has wings. And flies and gnats. <laughs> Anything like, with wings. They like light. They do. And here I am with a flashlight as I'm spraying it. And there were so many bugs flying around me. And um, at night, I mean, it looked pretty good. And then the next day, we saw it in the light because then I had to leave it outside, obviously. Um, and you could see the bugs that got stuck in mm-hmm. the paint. Yeah, I was hoping, um, I remember when you came inside, you finished spraying them all, and you had a look about you, and you were just like, it's probably not going to be good. (laughs) Some of them are, it was in September, so it was still humid. We had some issues with the paint anyway, and um, you're like, it's probably not going to be good. I'm like, okay, all right. So if we get, I don't know, like 75% of them decent, that's okay. Like, I can deal with that. Hopefully, they're the ones, the cabinets we never use that are the bad cabinets, but right. you know, we'll, we'll deal with it. So morning came and of course, do settled on them. Yeah, there's that, you know, I forgot about that. We, we couldn't bring them inside. There was no way that was happening. So we had to leave them out. We had the whole driveway covered. Yeah. I mean, we have like 70 fronts of, yeah. of cabinets and doors just to kind of put it into perspective. It a covered lot. a lot. Yeah. So there's no way they were coming inside. It, it had to be outside. And we, like you said, we ran into the night and we were just like, just get it done. Just do the second coat, do the third. What do we do? We I think it was so fourth done. actually by that point. Yeah. We were like, just do it, whatever. And, um, you know, morning came and it exposed a lot. It did. But now they're soaking wet in the morning. They're due. And I'm like, hon, I don't know what to do. We, we have no choice but to let them dry and let the sun come out and heat them up and everything. So that's what we did. And um, some had to be redone, sanded a little bit. But like ultimately, it wasn't that bad. It was acceptable. <laughs> it was better than what we had. Yes, way better. So the point of the story is, you know, the kitchen is finished. And if anybody walks into our kitchen and they look... What they see right away, without a doubt, is white cabinets. Boom. I mean, it it Mm -hmm. hits you like, wow, that's a lot of white. Yeah, they're all white cabinets. And it looks good. I mean, it really does. Um, And so you're probably wondering, what is the spiritual application here? Well, you and I know, and now anybody listening knows, that there's mosquitoes or gnats or little (laughs) (laughs) imperfections, you know, in these, in the cabinets, just, just here and there spots. If you look closely, you will find an imperfection. Right. So, okay. So to be clear, to begin with, we did hang them up because like I said, we had all these cabinets, you had, you had to put them back up as we worked through the process of fixing it. Um, we hung them up and I was just like, well, Instead of calling that the plate cabinet, let's just say there's the skeeter cabinet, <laughs> there's the fly cabinet, there's the nat drawer, and um, eventually we ended up taking the little friends, you know, off. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it left, you know, some little imperfections there, and it wasn't even worth trying to touch it with sandpaper lest you mess it up even worse, so it was like, just whatever, let it go. But the point of the story is... It reminds me of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And like I said, you walk into our house, you're going to see white cabinets. That's it. That's what you see. And I relate that to the gospel of Jesus Christ, where it's like, we're sinners, we're imperfect. And when you accept Christ as your savior, you are, are given his record, which is a record of perfection of white clean as snow and that's what you receive and so when god looks at you he sees 
A remodeled. A remodeled. Person. White cabinets. Right? <laughs> yeah. White as snow. Like, washed clean. And yes, he knows there's imperfections there. Um, he knows what you used to be, but what he sees now is the white remodel. Mm-hmm. Because you have Christ. And that, and that's it. It's plain and simple. I mean, we can try to make it out to be complicated, but it's really not. You know, to believe in Jesus is to accept what he did on the cross and, and take that as yours, that now you have Christ in you and God sees that his own son in you. Exactly. And even a step further, you know, as we are white cabinets, <laughs> we are, you know, washed in his blood. We are mm-hmm. made pure in him. He works in those imperfections. He he works to refine us. The um, sanctification process of yep, there is still that mark. Let's work on that. It's something we still have paper. to do for our <laughs> <laughs> right. Something we still have to do for our cabinets. But yeah, you know, those are the hard times. Those are the gritty times that are painful because yeah, it does apply that Holy Spirit sandpaper yeah. to. The, the paint, it's not gone away. It's still a white cabinet, but there are imperfections that the Lord says, no, I, I'm not seeing my reflection in this yet. Mm, that's true. And the other thing I didn't think of until you were saying it earlier, but you talked about removing the cabinet um, doors and, and just seeing all the junk, all Ooh. the stuff behind oh, yeah. the door. And he's saying they give you anxiety because, oh, now all that's exposed. And it's like that, it's that same thing when you come before God and and you're not saved you don't have Christ and then you see your sin and you realize your imperfections and you realize that before God you are completely exposed like mm-hmm. he knows everything and that can be a terrifying thought for some of like man I'm I'm completely exposed God sees all and now the doors are off and yeah, so exactly. then that's when God comes in to do his work. And that's what we did. We were like, well, it's time to purge. Or <laughs> I think that was more me than you. Like, have you eaten this in the past week? It needs to go, you know, kind of just going it, oh, through and tossing yeah. stuff that it was. Yeah, it definitely juicy. was. Overwhelming. So, yeah, it was that mm-hmm. the house cleaning of, you know, stuff has to go. You really see what you have, what you're holding on to that you don't need that you shouldn't have anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that goes right again in line with the gospel of becoming a new creation in Christ. Exactly. That when you accept Christ, you become a new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. It's in Second Corinthians. And we we have this remodeled kitchen now, you know, and so um that's that's the parallel to where God comes into your life and he completely changes you, gives you a new heart, uh, a heart that that now loves and seeks after the things of God um, versus your old life before, um, just concerned with the world. And for us, I think back on our old kitchen and it was so dark. I it mean, was. that's why we wanted to redo it. Mm-hmm. It was depressing. And I mean, when we think about it, that's how we look back on our old lives before Christ. It's dark, it's depressing, and there was no life. Um, and now you look at the remodel and it's just, it's full of light. It's white. <laughs> it's uplifting, enlightening. And, um, now, you know, we have memories and whole life to be made with our family in this room. 
Um, so just to wrap it up with some scripture, um, first off, you know, just seeing the whole being washed, uh, white as snow and Isaiah 1, 18 through 19, it says, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Now, obviously he was talking to Israel, um, but he is telling them of what he's going to do in the future, that there will be a savior that will forever wash your sins clean. Because at the time they were living by the law. They were trying to earn their salvation by the works that they did. And many people today are still stuck in that by thinking that they've got to stay in God's good graces by doing things or being a good person. Right. Um, but that's the gospel is that Jesus came and he said, look, I'll, I'll take the penalty. I'll lay down my mm-hmm. life. You just accept the gift because it's a gift. Yeah. We can't earn it. Side note, actually, that, that kind of, it reminds me that personality type is a um, people pleaser personality yeah. type. Do this to stay in good graces of somebody. Mm. And God is not a person. So yeah, there's nothing that we can do that pleases God um, from our own, own doing. That's right. God is love and he loves you unconditionally beyond anything you can ever fathom. And the, that says in Hebrews 10, 22, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised. Mm-hmm. So that's it right there. We can put our faith in him because he is faithful to do what he's promised. Exactly. So if you haven't remodeled your kitchen, go for it. Probably don't do it at night, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, but more importantly, if you haven't remodeled your heart, maybe it has a time to say, look at that and say, hey, God, what uh, what work needs to be done? Get her done. <laughs> there you go.